0: Welcome to Judge Me Not, a safe place to have real conversations with real-ass people. What's up? Thank y'all for tuning in to another week for fucking with the kid. I'm your pretty cool host, MBD. I ain't gonna waste y'all time. Y'all know I appreciate y'all for listening to me, like always. It's just like, ah, so humbling. But look, this week... You know what? We're going to talk about minding your motherfucking business. That's what we're going to talk about. I'm learning to mind my business. I have found myself in some situations that I'd be like, bitch, had you just mind your business, (laughs) you wouldn't have been a part of none of this. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's cool though, but it's not cool because I feel like really genuine good people can't help themselves from... Lending a helping hand. Especially if they see somebody in a situation that they've been in. So they have empathy for that person. But the reality is... Some motherfuckers just got to go through certain stuff. For their own journey. For their own healing. For their own strength. Whatever the fuck they're going through. Some people got to go through a certain situation. um, For their own self. And intervening is not a good thing for either party. But tell y'all about a situation that i should have minded my motherfucking business and it's fun so out of control so fast i at the end of the day i just had to sit back and be like yep bitch (laughs) this is what you get for trying to be motherfucking uh by angelou to a motherfucker everybody don't want life to be spoken into them everybody is really not ready for change even though they cry yell for change and ask for help You know, it's the worst thing to get involved in a motherfucking relationship quarrel. And your partner is like giving all the tea of what this nigga have done to them or what this female have done to them. And of course, as you've been a friend, you gonna ride with them. Fuck that nigga. I'm if I (laughs) fuck niggas, whatever that song be like, you know, I'm gonna pop my shit. Like you independent queen, you can do this. She don't deserve you, king. You know what I'm saying? You can do better. And then, bitch, you you know, you don't dry your eyes, invested in a few drinks, or drown the sorrows. Bitch, you pop up, you roll over, you look on Instagram or whatever it may be, and they right the fuck back together. Bitch. <laughs> now, you got me not liking this, motherfucker. And, but that's what I get because I should have minded my business, right? But let's go ahead and jump into story time. So, look. My son been hanging around with a family, right? And the kids are really, really respectful, really, really cool. I ain't got no issues with them or whatever, but I did have a early on encounter with their mom. And it probably wasn't the best encounter, Um, to be honest with you, we got into it. And I feel like just because I articulate myself a certain way and I pronounce my words a certain way, a motherfucker will try you. <laughs> So I felt like this um parent tried me. And at the end of the day, I was just disgusted at the response that I had gotten, right? But we fast forward a few months after the incident and she comes knocking on my door and she's like, Hey, you know, my kids wanna have this, you know, little community event, and I know our kids play together. And you should come. Cool. Our kids do play together. Their children have been over to my house. My child have been on their porch. So it's just like, I'm a grown ass woman. I'm all from positive love and light. Okay, cool. And the motherfuckers can cook. So I've already had eaten their food. So I'm like, I'm definitely going to come for the food. So I go and I took it as an olive branch. So we ended up chopping it up, whatever, whatever. They, you know, commend me on my parenting for my son. He's so respectful, whatever it may be. So we are super cordial now, just, hey, how are you doing? In passing, because we stay in the same community, but it wasn't nothing major, you know, no switching on text messages or nothing like that. However, when I went to the cookout, there still was a clear indication to me that we do not live the same lifestyle. We do not raise our kids the same. However, your kids are respectful. I see that the type of environment that they are in is not the type of environment that I want my child to be a part of, right? But the kids are really good. So, I'm chilling. We're going to fast forward another like three weeks. Again, hey, how you doing? Going on to my place. Hey, how you doing? They going on to their place, you know? Our kids are still playing, but it's still cordial. Until... It's like 11 o'clock. And at the time I was working from home, it's like 11 o'clock in the evening and I hear somebody on my patio. I wish ain't order no packages, because you know when you order a package, I already know when to be ready. I ain't order no packages and I'm like, you know, maintenance ain't doing nothing, That's kind of weird. So I look out and I don't see nobody on my patio, but then I go outside on my patio and there's a trash can um full of shit on my patio. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this is so weird. So I bring it inside, but it's not like a trash can with trash. It's a trash can with clothes and shoes and paperwork. So I'm still confused, and I like go through it, like, who the fuck shit is this, and why the fuck they put this shit on my motherfucking boards instead of putting it in the motherfucking trash. But it looked like really brand new shit. So I go through it. I realize one of the names are, are one of the kids. So I wait till my lunch break and I go, you know, to this, to their house and I I knock and I'm like, Hey, you know, um, this is weird, but there's a trash can full of your guys' belongings that's on my patio. And the husband answers, or boyfriend, I'm not sure if they're actually married or not. And he's like, Oh yeah, I put that on there. I figured you were a kind person and you wouldn't throw it away. And I know they don't have anywhere else to go. So I'm like, okay, I set the trash can down and I go on by my business because I live with me and my children. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got in my motherfucking house. I'm my motherfucking business and I just I don't be talking to nobody because I listen to true crime all day. And what a bitch is not trying to do is be cut up in the back of somebody motherfucking trunk. You know what I'm saying? So people is crazy. I don't really have a desire to get to know people where I stay I just don't so I said the trash can down come on back to my motherfucking house sit down get back ready go back to work I gotta knock on my door don't nobody pop up on me very few people know where I stay I don't like guests I hate FaceTime but I really hate guests so during the middle of the day I'm like who the fuck is this so it is the mother um to the children and she says I know this is random but I know he put my belongings on your patio. And I was just wondering if I could chill over here until my kids get out of school. I should have said no. No, thank you. I don't think that's appropriate. And close the door. Me, being the single mom, impact, big hard motherfucker that I am. I'm like, okay, cool. Come on in. So I'm working, whatever, whatever. And she's like, hey, do you have a glass of wine? Whatever, whatever. I pour a glass of wine. And we start to communicate. And this lady just opens up. Not only does she opens up, she gives me all the motherfucking tea. Like, all the motherfucking tea. Now, everybody has fucking toxic situations. Me, myself, I used to love a toxic nigga. But bitch, it's a motherfucking bottom line that I'm just not going to cross. My kids is one of them. Uh my sacred place, my house is another one. Bitch, my money ain't doing it. Like it ain't no nigga in the world that motherfucking good. He ain't dicking me down that good. Ain't that much amount of motherfucking love is going to make me overlook my kids, my money, and my sacred space. Because at the end of the motherfucking day, I need my kids, I need my money, and I need a roof over my motherfucking head. Period. But Everybody don't think the motherfucking same. Sometimes people are easily, you know, influenced. Long story short, this man kicks out this woman and her children. And she has quite a few kids. And he doesn't have a logical reason as why she kicked them out. But the crazy thing is they both on the lease. So I'm just sitting there, you know, I don't know this individual. So you know people give you They're venting to you, but you really don't know them. So you can't respond how you would normally respond to your people like, bitch, the fuck. Um, So you're just listening and I'm just trying to be super supportive. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's crazy. So where are the rest of your things? You know, you got five kids and they're basically teenagers. Um, I know y'all got more than trash can with shit. She was like, well, that's the thing. I believe he's thrown all of our things in the trash. Mind you. School has just started. Um, the babies. I mean, it was homework in the trash can. It was shoes. And I mean, it, they if he threw the shit away, it was sick and even more petty to give 10% of the shit on a stranger's porch to put that stranger in their business. Right. So I'm like, really? taking a bag because i've run across some fuck niggas in my day but i ain't never run across a fuck nigga that would do something so motherfucking low as to throw your children's shit in the trash whether you really did it or you didn't do it but the way you went about it is just some whole ass shit and i would never fuck with a motherfucker like that so the kids come and It's been like three hours, I'm still working. She's still going in and out or whatever. She's trying to get the management to let her in the apartment and it's not successful. You know, It's civil, called police, they can't do anything, whatever. So the kids come and this is where I'm even more affected because the kids come and they're of age so they know very much so what's going on. Not only do they know what's going on, it is something that happens often. So they're giving me their feedback and there's girls and their preteens and teenagers. And they're going on about how much they dislike this individual and how much they have taken this family through and their mom. Some of these stories were a bit intense. I bitch went through a whole bunch of glasses of wine within these 48 hours, y'all. 48 hours, right? So it's now sundown it's a school night i've explained to my kids that you know they're going through something they're gonna have to stay for a little bit so i've kind of reshuffled my house but i've also went and got a fucking air mattress um i'm like hey i don't have much to offer but me casa esu casa what i wasn't gonna do was put this lady out with her kids right so she was like oh my god i'm so grateful i'm so thankful whatever whatever i'm like whatever you need to get on your feet I can assist you so they stay over they don't have any clothes so they can't go to school the next day I send my kids off to school I'm partially working but I end up using like a half a day not to go to work because I really want to help this woman and she's really really going through it come to find out she doesn't have any family in Texas this has kind of been a cycle. He has stripped her of her self-esteem, her self-worth. She doesn't work. You know, he, she's fully dependable on this male. And um to add insults to injury, when you're so dependent on someone for so fucking long, especially from teenagehood to adulthood, you might not be the sharpest um, knife in the deck or whatever the fuck that saying is. So there was a lot of common sense of what can and cannot be done that was not there. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna help. Mm-hmm. So here I go, interjecting my motherfucking self. I go to the leasing office with this lady. The manager is already aware of the situation. She's like, I'm gonna try to help you, whatever, whatever. You can stay with her. They end up giving me like a little discount from helping this lady out, whatever. We go to the stores. I'm helping this lady buy some shit for her kids because again, they're like teenagers and I know how it feels to be a teenager in a toxic fucking environment that you cannot control. So what I didn't want them to do was not being able to take showers and change and not being able to have their hygiene products that they need as young girls and things like that. So we're running errands and I'm investing my money because she don't really work like that. And she's like, well, I, I'm getting some stamps. Can you help me hustle the stamps? First of all, the bitch don't get no stamps. <laughs> <laughs> well, the bitch and my kids love to eat. So I'm like, cool. I buy some stamps off of her. I get my people to buy some stamps off of her. Boom, I put money in a pocket. So I done put a roof over your head. I done invested my money in your kids. Your kids are in a safe place. I done articulated yourself very professionally and very calm um, as a mediator to the uh property people. So I'm helping you with that situation. And you know, i to put some money in your pocket. Cool. I got you. This is this is like what sisterhood is about. This is what helping another black woman is about. So, BJ, I come back. I'm like, hey, I gotta take care of some business. So I go run some errands or whatever, whatever on my own. I come back in the kids, are like, where's my mama? <laughs> I'm like, what? What you mean? She was here when I left her. We couldn't find this woman, y'all. She was MIA. I already knew if you MIA and you've abandoned your kids and you got this money in your pocket, bitch, you with that nigga. <laughs> but I had to give myself the benefit of the her the benefit of the doubt because this was really crushed. She really was embarrassed by the stories her children were telling a stranger, and how it negatively impacted them. I gave the motherfucker benefit of the doubt, so I'm like, okay, whatever. I go out in the front of my complex, and this woman is gotta be in her late thirties, early forties, maybe. Serena Williams built. I mean like. thick than a bitch. She running down the motherfucking street. It's like three o'clock. So the school is coming out. Your kids are in my house. Hiding. Should be at school. Traumatized by something that's familiar. And you are here. Embarrassing them. And yourself. The management people from the apartments. Is also outside looking she is running behind this man who doesn't have a motherfucking car and laughing. (laughs) It's not funny. Cause I'm really in shock like, oh my God. I pray that I am never this low in life and lack that much love, not only for myself, but for my creation that I embarrass myself like that. So I was like taken aback and then I was sad and then I was embarrassed and then I was just like, what the fuck is this? So, you know, I get in my car and I'm just like driving behind them and I'm like, hey, are you okay? Because I know physical violence or whatever has been something that happens, and she's like, No, I'm fine. She gets in the car, I'm like, I'm coming back, I'm not even gonna do this. It is what it is cool. So she's like, I want to go out. I'm like, I don't think you should be trying to go out. Like, again, my last episode on Spotify was about um, being too broken for love. But you don't really need to be going to nobody motherfucking club or in no other nigga face with all of this that's going on, and that's how a lot of Men get caught up in really tricky, messy ass situations is because these females are not closing a chapter before they start another chapter with somebody else that they know they have no intention of really fucking with. Just to make they toxic ass, dangerous ass nigga jealous. That's dangerous. So I'm like, nah, bitch, you want to go out? You really ain't got no motherfucking money? <laughs> like, <laughs> wake up. You're in my house. So at this point, I'm not going on about my business. I'm in my house. Her kids are in my house. But I'm not here to be your life coach if it's just kind of evident that this is not you're really not ready to be independent and just live for your kids, right? So I go ahead and take my shower. You know, me and my kids, we go out to eat. And, you know, we come back and she's still gone. So now the kids are sleeping. This is about to go on 72 hours and I get a knock on my door and it's him. (laughs) Y'all, I cannot make this shit up. Not only is it him, but he says, hey, is it cool if our kids can stay here another night? Um... And you can come over and come drink. I'm like, what the fuck? No, like first of all, I'm not interested in you. The least bit, uh, not at all. Physically, I'm not attracted to you, but morally I will spit in your face. Like I don't deal with people that don't consider their children. I just have no regard for those people and they just disgust me and I think they're a waste of space. So I'm like, get the fuck away from my door, right? and he's like oh no disrespect and he leaves which was so creepy so i'm like okay whatever i go back in my room on my business and she texts me and she's like hey i'm at your door um can you open the door for me it's like one of my fucking clock your kids is in my house my kids asleep like bitch now you are pushing me past my comfort zone but again that's what I get for putting myself in other people's motherfucking business trying to be motherfucking Captain Sabo. So I open the door and she's like, Hey, um, I just have to, you know, get my mind right, but um let's let's, you know, let's have a glass of wine. Whatever. So we sitting on my patio and we're having a glass of wine, and she's just kind of Trying to rationalize what has happened in this past 48 hours and how it got there. And I notice she's saying things like, I blow things out of proportion. And I'm thinking, bitch, he done threw all y'all shit in the fucking trash. You ain't blew a motherfucking thing out of proportion. If any fucking thing, you ain't blowing it out of proportion enough for my liking. So I already knew what this conversation was Because we all been a fool for a motherfucker I just ain't been this big of a motherfucking fool To where it's just beyond toxic Not only for you but for your fucking babies So she goes on y'all No motherfucking cap And goes on to say how It really started Because They Her And her significant other Fucked with Another one of our neighbors. And I guess the nigga kept fucking with the bitch outside of them. And it caused static because she found out. Now, when she's saying this, it's making motherfucking sense because I told you how I met these motherfuckers. They invited me to their fucking cookout. Now, looking back, these bitches invited me to the cookout to vet me. <laughs> Y'all sick than the motherfucker So at the cookout it was a lot of alcohol But I really don't be drinking like that Especially with people I don't know The, the neighbor That I now know While she's giving me their tea That they fucked Was very drunk And saying very explicit things And everybody else was like What the fuck You need to leave But it was subliminals towards him And kind of shade towards her That's where all this shit stems So then the bitch goes on to say that they have been watching me. Motherfucker. (laughs) Y'all. I cannot make this up. They had been watching me and they had been interested to see if I was down with things like that. And I'm thinking, ain't no motherfucking way. Y'all not in my motherfucking tax bracket. Y'all toxic than the motherfucker. Y'all look like y'all done worked in the fields all your motherfucking life. Please do not insult me or my pussy. <laughs> Doubt. And the fact that you even feel like you stand a fucking chance. Oh, God. I have fucked up. I've been too motherfucking eyes. Nice. So, I, now, at this point, I'm like, where the fuck are we going with this? Okay, because I've been kind to you, but bitch, this is getting a little motherfucking weird. And I'm like, okay, so where we going with this? Long story short, the bitch's like, I'm going to go back. You know, we're just going to hold off on inviting people into our relationship. But I really appreciate you for what you did. And he's told me from the jump. That you are the type of friend that I need to have in my corner because you're going to better me and in return, I'm going to better him. Bitch, have y'all locked? They got to be smoking crap. At that point, bitch, they got to be smoking. They got to be smoking a glass stick. They got to be smoking something. I'm sitting here like, bitch, after all of this, you not only going back you're not over only looking at your kids overlooking your kids and their feelings. He done embarrass you. He done fucked off on you. He done threw y'all shit away. He done asked you ass the fuck out. He done had a bitch in your motherfucking apartment over these 70 fucking two hours. And you got the motherfucking nerve to ask the bitch who was kind enough to help your sorry ass. Can I join the fucked up team? I wish I would. I wish I would They could be the last motherfucking people on earth bitch the population ain't gonna never repopulate if that's the case I was so fucking insulted I could not control myself at that point she had met Lisa it went from Lisa to envy motherfucking D because bitch you got me fucked up and my response took her aback. so I had to at that point say Y'all got to get out of my house. And it really hurt me to do this. Because those babies were so innocent in this. But bitch, what you not going to do is take this toxic ass situation, now perverted as weird situation, Y'all not bringing that shit in my motherfucking house. Y'all not bringing that energy over here. Y'all not bringing that shit around my kids. And what you will do is get jugged out here on my motherfucking balcony and I will say, You try to attack me. <laughs> like a motherfucker. You need to go now. So, what I had to do though, unfortunately, was explain to the kids why they could not stay. And make her explain that she did decide to go back. So it was best, for their safety and mine, that they went ahead and went back at the wee hours of the motherfucking morning. So the girls were very distraught. The kids did not want to go back. But at the end of the day, it was not my fucking business anymore. On top of that, I had to remind her, bitch, we are not the same. I'm very big on communication, especially at this age of life, bitch. Um... If I die, I want everybody to know I was 100 with them while I was here. But we are not the same. I'm a very genuine person, as you can see. is what I've done for you and your kids in these past 72 hours. But what I will not do is be taking to granted for it. And I told you in the beginning, bitch, if you choose to go back, that is your fucking business. But don't you ever say hi to me. You could be on fire and I can have an abundance of water, bitch. Y'all just gonna burn. And I hate to say that because I'm an Aquarius. When I fuck with you, when I fuck with you. But when I feel like you got me fucked up, bitch, you are dead. Do you hear me? Long story short, they got the fuck up out my motherfucking house and I see them walking all the fucking time with plethoras of groceries and this and that. Their kids have since knocked on my door and asked for a safe haven. And unfortunately, I've had to say, here's my phone. I can give you somebody to call, but y'all cannot come into my apartment. I had to go to the extent of letting my man, my management know if these people are around my property, I will have to be calling the law because bitch, if y'all think y'all about to come up over in here and lay up on me, bitch, y'all got me all the way fucked up. But guess what? That's my business <laughs> for minding other people's business. So that was my story time for the day. So what's the moral of the motherfucking story? Envy? Mind your business. Allow people to go through their fucked up situations on their own. Although you want to intervene from the goodness of your heart, please understand that when you intervene and subject yourselves into circumstances that you are not supposed to be in, God will also punish you for interrupting their due process, for interrupting their life situations that they have to go through in order to evolve, learn, grow, grow. Receive a blessing or a So be careful before you just put the S on your chest. And feel like you really about to save a hole. Think about what you're getting yourself into. And if it's even worth it. Because at the end of the day. If a motherfucker is comfortable being in a fucked up situation. What good is it going to do to temporarily allow them to have access to your peace of mind. And safe space. So that's it. Mind y'all motherfucking business, but y'all end up on me into some weird motherfucking shit. Stay safe out here, y'all. <laughs> and I'll fuck with y'all next week. Hey, guys, if y'all want to keep up with me, you can follow me on social media platforms. I'm on Twitter at JudgeMeNot. Also on Instagram at judge underscore me underscore not. Me is spelled M-I-I. Or you can follow me at N-V-D-E-N-V-I-I-D-E-E.